0: Everybody it's Sam Jacobs. Welcome back to the Sales Hacker podcast and welcome to Friday Fundamentals. As you know, it's that special short episode where we give you one question and one answer that has tactical salient information that you can take with you through the course of your, of, of your day. Today on the show, we've got John Kaplan, who's the president and managing partner at Force Management. John is a longtime industry veteran, and you probably heard our interview with John from the Revenue Collective Executive Offsite. But we've got John back on the show today to ask about the three reasons that deals often stall. Now, before we do that, uh, we want to thank our sponsors. The sponsor for Friday Fundamentals is Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams and empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth. By prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation, Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility into what really drives results. Now, without further ado, John, welcome back to
1: the show. Thanks, brother. I really, really appreciate being here really do. It's a great platform you guys have.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you very much. So today we want to talk about stalled deals. Now, over the the many, many years of work that you and your partners at Force Management have done, you've identified three key reasons or three key sort of uh, fundamental uh, requirements that go into a deal closing on time and on pace with the sales motion. And the absence of those things contributing to deals that are pushed, contributing to missed forecasts, etc. So, when you think about three key reasons why, or three key inputs into deals that require that are required to help them close on time, what are those three
1: things? Yeah, Sam, this is a really, really good topic. We were uh, we're just working with one of our partners the other day, Primary Intelligence, and and they are a research firm focused on kind of win loss intelligence and. They gave us a statistic the other day that said that no decision deals can represent more than 30% of missed revenue for many organizations, probably a lot of organizations that that are on this platform here. So when you really think about it there, there's a lot of ways to accelerate sales cycles, but you know, none of them are more effective than a salesperson that can repeatedly link a solution to an issue. That's so critical to an organization that a buyer's got to take action. And, and we call this attaching to the biggest business issue. So if the problem's big enough, it doesn't matter how much your product costs. You know, when your entire sales team has the ability to uncover pressing problems and articulate how your solutions help correct them, they'll be able to move opportunities through the sales process at a faster rate. So as you kind of highlighted there, you know, the key is for your sellers, they really need to be able to, you know, do these three things, the following three things, uncover high level business needs, articulate value and differentiation based on those needs and position that value throughout the sales process. So every salesperson on every deal needs to have these three things nailed down. And it's a simple concept, but you know we know it's much more difficult to execute. But again, the concept is simple. If you keep these three things in mind in your deals, good things are going to happen. So let's start with the positive business outcomes. You'll hear me refer to these as PBOs. So PBOs, got yeah, it. we're listening. Positive business outcomes are the tangible benefits that result from a buyer implementing your solutions. So when they're in place and articulated, a buyer understands the clear business value they'll receive from implementing the solutions. So too often, sales reps aren't specific enough on the PBOs or they identify outcomes that are too low level. So if you're a manager listening today, or if you're a salesperson listening today, you really need to ask yourself questions like, do the identified positive business outcomes address business level goals or are they lower level in nature? And another good one are, are the positive business outcomes compelling enough for an economic buyer to reallocate discretionary funds? If they're not, You need to find a bigger business issue and attach yourself to it. That's the first one. And the second concept is called required capabilities. And so let me give a definition. So required capabilities define the specific requirements that are necessary to achieve the positive business outcomes. If your buyers want to achieve something, they need to make sure that they have these things in place. So required capabilities, I want you to think of those as they're equal to decision criteria. So We have the great fortunate force management to work with some of the most elite sellers on the planet. And what these elite sellers do is they develop required capabilities with the customer and ensure that executing the required capabilities addresses the pain points and achieves the positive business outcomes. So they're related to the positive business outcomes. So the positive business outcomes are kind of the what and the required capabilities are the how. Now, There's some critical things that we need to keep in mind here. They need to be confirmed with every decision maker in the process. So this is a highly, highly interactive skill set. And elite sellers understand that they need to influence these required capabilities and not just gather them. And the way that you influence the required capabilities is by making sure they reference your specific differentiation. So again, if you're a manager or you're a seller, you gotta ask yourself these critical questions. Do the required capability describe the minimum requirements that are necessary to move the customer from some kind of before scenario to an after scenario? Are they compelling enough for the buyer to take the next step? You know, remember, no decision is often one of the strongest competitors that we face. And have you explained your differentiation in a way that maps back to the required capabilities and has meaning to the customer? And so we've got positive business outcomes. We've got required capabilities. And another thing we really see missing a lot is the concept of metrics and metrics define how the customer will measure success. They establish key performance indicators that define how success will be measured once the solution is implemented. So every one of the required capabilities should be tied to a metric. You know, that alignment provides a tangible way to demonstrate how any potential solution, yours or any other, will be judged against all others. It ensures that the final solution, you know, the choice that the customer makes meets the required capabilities so well that achieving the positive business outcomes is more of a certainty than a lofty goal. So once you've nailed these three things, positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics, you can now address with the customer how you do it. And the it refers to the required capabilities, how you do it better or differently and where you've done it before. So any deal that I look at that's struggling today, it usually comes back to one of these three areas. And, you know, with metrics, the part that I really love about the metrics piece is today's metrics and positive business outcomes, that combination, are tomorrow's proof points. Those will be your proof points, where you've done it before, your reference points for your future. So enabling your sales team with the ability to maniacally focus on these three critical components of a sales conversation will help them create urgency, turning pipeline of opportunities into closed deals. So in summary, keep it simple. Before you can begin to sell anything to anybody, you have to make sure that you first understand a customer's positive business outcomes, their required capabilities, and how they're going to measure success. I love it. So, and and,
0: I mean, you've repeated it a number of times, so you don't need me to repeat it, but positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics and how you're going to measure. And those things are going to turn into the proof points of tomorrow. Do I have that right? You got it right. Fantastic. So, John, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for coming to our executive offsite and being a guest. If folks are listening to this right now or they've listened to you all week and they want to reach out, maybe they want to hire force management or they just want to connect with you and ask you some questions. Is that okay? And what's your preferred method of uh, of communication?
1: Yeah, that that would be fantastic. Uh, You know, the an email to me would be great. Uh, It's Jay Kaplan with a K, K K-A-P-L-A-N at force, F-O-R-C-E, management, one word, dot com. Fantastic. Jay
0: Kaplan at forcemanagement.com. If you want to reach out to me, it's linkedin.com, forward slash the word in, and then forward slash Sam F. Jacobs. And uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Outreach, who brought you you Friday Fundamentals today, and we'll talk to you next time.